My daughter eats crayons. She is a crayon eater. We love her. We accept her as she is. In the past, it's been just a nibble here or a bite there. This time, I came out of my son's nursery to discover her hiding under her toddler-sized table, crayon wrappers littered about. Why are you hiding? Because I did something bad. Did you eat your crayon? A nod. I search for the remnants. Did you eat your whole crayon? Still laying under her table, her favorite place to wallow in guilt, she looks everywhere but my face and holds up two fingers. You ate two crayons? Now I am impressed. From nibble upon nibble, she acquired a taste and graduated from a waxy amuse-bouche to a full-blown Crayola feast. That's how sin works, isn't it? Bit by bit, inch by inch, nibble by nibble, we acquire the taste of something we know is forbidden until it feels like we can't say no. We would rather hide under the table, feasting on filth, than come back into the light. Even when we are caught in our sin and admit we've done wrong, even when we hear the Father calling to us to come out, that sinking feeling of shame slithers out of the darkness and wraps around us, tightening its hold on us. In the resurrection, that hold is broken. There is no hiding from Christ. We can come out from our shame and our darkness, whatever our sin, and give it to Christ on the cross. There's nothing he isn't up there for. He wants it all. Or to put it another way, I came out and I asked my daughter to clean up. I can't clean up, she said. I explained to her that we must clean up before we move on to the next activity. It's too hard, she whines, looking at the array of evidence we've scattered in our wake. This could be anything. Colorful spills from a watercolor painting, a mighty block tower crashed, pieces littering the floor, or a village of little people waiting to be returned to their proper homes. Really, the stuff that makes up the mess isn't important. If the mess is big enough, my daughter's response is the same. It's too hard. We make messes of our lives at times. Sometimes the messes get so big that we are at a loss for how to clean up. We find ourselves overwhelmed by muck, and we're not alone in this. Moses killed a man. David committed adultery and had his lover's husband killed. Peter denied Christ. If God wanted shiny, perfect people, he sure did a poor job of choosing his biblical leaders. God knows we're going to make a mess. He loves us anyway. He does ask us to repent, to clean up, but he never asks that we do it alone. In scripture, we hear his proclamation, Remember not the events of the past. See, I am doing something new. We might not see a way out on our own, but the fact that we don't see it shouldn't stop us. When we are stuck in sin and it has a hold on us and we don't see a way out, that is when it's time to give it up to God, to invite him in to do something new. This is the Mama Praise Podcast. I'm Samantha Stevenson. Thanks for listening.